0: everyone. Before we start the show, we are speaking about uh, Grace Tame and that will involve speaking about molestation and sexual assault and uh, pedophilia, but not in depth. So if you want to skip the first, maybe third of the show, go for it, but we're not going to be talking about anything in depth. They are just mentioned. (music) We are back with It's Love podcast, and guess who's back, bitch? It's me. It's Lem. So Lem was with us at you know in a previous life. Spat <laughs> <laughs> everywhere. A previous life, and now Lem is with us in the current life. And we're so excited. So Lem did a lot of the Bachelorette recaps and then would come and do, you know, random days. It was very When sporadic. it was in
1: lockdown, we were when It was in lockdown, fucked.
0: It was fucked. So Lem, we love Lem so much and I'm so excited she's here. We'll miss Max, but Lem is now full time on It's A Lot. Whee! So we're so excited the fam is back together. And Lem was just saying, she's like, I'm excited to get an update of like what's going on yeah. because... I mean, babe, M.I.A. I haven't She's it. got her
1: radio show. I mean, mm. I miss you for three months and that's what happens in your fucking <laughs> life. You're on like speed, man. Like it's insane. I know.
0: It's 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 very hectic. But I was just saying I'm working way less. Like everyone's like, I went to the, so this, we recorded this on Monday day before and everyone at the I'm a sleep finale was like, oh my God, you must be so tired. Like you're working so much. And I was like, being an influencer is way more work than, I'm, I know people aren't going to believe me, but I've worked full-time jobs. I didn't just, like, come out of them as an influencer. I used to work, you know, three jobs in, like, hospo. I used to, like, manage a restaurant. I managing the restaurant's Ice cream work. van. Ice cream, babe. <laughs> then I worked in commercial real estate. Then I was influencer for just full-time for two years. Now that I'm back having a full... Obviously, it's still a fuck-ton of work. But compared to, like, constantly having to, like... I think that's what it is, is when you have a full-time job, everyone assumes you're free all the time. Do you know what I mean? So everyone's like, oh, can you come and film this? Can you come and, like, do a photo shoot here? Can you do this there? Can you get this ready? Can you do this content? Can you have this meeting? And if I say, no, I've got PT, people are like, okay. PT isn't really important. But it is, though, because I I almost went crazy then last year and I didn't get a moment. But now... With the radio show, I have all day before I come in. So I come in at like, just fun fact, if you guys want to know. I mean, it's a little...
1: Yes, please tell me about your morning ritual. Yeah, my morning routine. I, I mean, masturbate I get up. in
0: the morning. I actually, <laughs> I actually, I actually my libido so down because I'm just like... Just focusing <laughs> you on have work. a boyfriend. <laughs> I know, I have a boyfriend. I love him. But like, I'm, I'm also like long distance. So like, I'm just focusing on work. I'm not even masturbating. It's really sad. But I wake up. I just like, I'm mean, going fuck around. I, I like clean, like have a meeting in the morning, whatever. Go to PT, have a shout-out PT, come in at, like, 3 o'clock, see Lem, see Max, whatever, have meetings, have dinner, start the radio show. It's fucking great. That does sound great. I have a desk. I have a fucking desk (laughs) with my name on it. Like, that is so exciting. What do
1: you do on your desk, can I ask? That's actually something. I eat. Oh, okay, that's what it's There's not
0: even a computer attached. It's literally, (laughs) like, just an empty screen, but I'm like like pretending to do work and stuff, I might bring in a laptop. I have a spare laptop. I'll bring it in, like attach it and be like, guys, I'm replying to emails. Shh. Like, guys, oh, my God, I'm going to email Dave Cameron's, (laughs) who's the big boss. But, yeah, no, so it's been pretty hectic. But I have so much to get through. I feel like there's been so much happening. And some of it is like, like older news. I mean, a week old. But I feel like this week there's been a lot of shit going on. So there's a lot I want to talk about. Um, But let's start with my first point, which is the Grace Tame situation. So Grace Tame was the Australian of the Year for 2021. um, And she was Australian of the Year because she demonstrated extraordinary courage and she used her voice to push for legal reform and to raise public awareness about the impacts of sexual violence after she herself was groomed and molested. The point of this story is she was with ScoMo on uh, the 25th of January and that is when she has a morning tea with the Prime Minister, if you're Australian of the Year. And she went, and first of all, can we do that what she was wearing? Oh. So iconic. She looked so hot. Like, I know that isn't the point, but I think it was, I think it was using fashion as a political statement. Like, I said this to someone, and they were like, it's not about what she's wearing. I was like, but it is though, because she's wearing like. Yeah, she's wearing like a red blazer with stars on it. It's like a almost denim, like it's quite rigid, black trousers. And I think she's wearing like black boots, like almost like combat boots. And I feel like when I talked about this to people, people kind of like laughed it off. And like, yeah, it is like she looks, the outfit's great. But the fact that she started to, to Parliament House as Australian of the Year as a woman, not in like a floral dress for a morning tea, I think is just so fucking cool. But she was like, I'm not going to get... Some bullshit stylist to fucking put me in some poufy dress that I don't want to be in to meet Scott Morris and someone who I don't respect. So she rocked up, sick outfit, but she didn't like. She didn't like get into the theme, I guess, of what I think it was supposed to be, which I really liked, and that was like an act of defiance in itself. Her outfit alone, I'm, I think. If she, I think if she had smiled, there would have been articles about how her dress was inappropriate.
1: You think so? I think so. You just think they're after her, no matter what. I she think does. it's after
0: her. I think they're fucking after her. I think she's a woman who is staunch against the Sky. I think we said her inappropriate blazer. Like I just feel like it's like Meghan Markle. How they? I just feel like the way that the media reacted to her not smiling. I feel as though if she wasn't playing the part of like a good girl in a white you know, like a white, like debutante almost dress, smiling with ScoMo and laughing and giggling and being like, oh, yes, thank you so much, Scott Morrison, for being such an amazing prime minister to me, the Australian of the Year. I think there would have been outrage. I really do think, maybe not as big, but I think there would have been articles written about, like, why did she wear a chunky blazer, (laughs) a really cool blazer? Why didn't she dress up in a fancy dress?
1: But you know, Um, this is the thing. And a lot of people don't know that she said in a podcast with a Batuta advocate, she did say at one point that ScoMo, after she got Australian of the Year, went down to her and whispered after her speech, her incredible speech, are you happy now that you let it off your chest? So how can you fucking smile when somebody tells you you something like that? Yeah. She has this something personal here. It's not just that she wants to be rude.
0: I mean, I would want to be rude.
1: I don't think it's meant to be something to, like, measure politeness by. Like, if you smile or not. What about somebody who has autism, for example, where yes. they're not able to display emotion? Are mm-hmm. you going to discriminate against them? Mm-hmm. Like, being impolite and I'm rude. getting a bit angry, actually, because when I saw no. that as well, I was like…
0: That's a really good point. Someone who is autistic or has a disability or…
1: If somebody's not feeling good and they just want to
0: display them not feeling good, is that impolite? She didn't slap him. She didn't slap him. She didn't say anything rude. She literally stood there. And I also think it was nice. I mean, not nice. I mean it was nice for me. <laughs> nice to watch. But she didn't, she didn't give them any photo ops. So, and people were like, she is so sook the whole time because she was she's smart enough to be like, I'm not gonna give them photo ops. I'm not gonna give them the front the front page of the one photo of me smiling. Fuck that. I don't support this man. I also think that if she hadn't, if she had smiled. They would have written articles about how she's hypocritical and how she doesn't actually stand by her beliefs and how oh when it suits her when she can get attention when she's Australian of the Year at the Morning Tea then she likes Scott Morrison. It would have been, it would have been Grace Tame laughing with the Prime Minister despite her criticism of his of his past actions. That's what it would have been. It wouldn't like I just I just feel like she couldn't have won here because she can't fucking stand him. It's like if I met Joe Rogan, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like I would have been like. I'm like going like, to be an asshole to you. Like, I'm going to be a cunt to you, babe. Like, you're the worst. Or if I met, you know, ScoMo equally. But she also has that additional personal... That's, that's added inflicted trauma from him. That is so disgusting and revolting. And I think after the last year... And everything's come out in Parliament and everything's come out in Australia in regards to the amount and the prevalence of sexual assault in Parliament. I mean, Brittany Higgins being raped. I... Cannot, I can believe, but it is so disappointing that the Australian media chose to attack Grace Tame for not fucking smiling. Also, why do we have to be polite to people? Politeness is the reason why these things are swept under the rug because no one wants to question anyone around them, no one wants to be rude to anybody around them. So they just say, oh, but, you know, he's a nice bloke, so I'm just going to be polite to him in public. This is the whole thing of, like, holding your mates accountable, holding people accountable in a social setting, being impolite to someone who is doing something to negatively impact you or other people. The politeness is the whole reason why this is able to happen. It's so ironic. This is the thing they're so mad about. Also, why are you so fucking angry about her not smiling? What does it mean? Oh, it's immature. It's not immature. It's actually the most mature thing to do is to meet someone you, do, you dislike and go, hello, hello, Scott Morrison, you piece of shit. Like, what the fuck? There's obviously, I think that everyone's heard every take. There was an amazing uh, like moment on the project. Did you see this? Yes. I'm sure I'm sure we also it is on their socials on the project TV. So go into their, I think it's in a reel. So um Amy Remikus was on the project and her Instagram is Pajama Politics. I followed her after this because iconic.
1: 100 percent She was. I actually like. To put it in context, Peter van Onselen, who's one of the anchors, uh, yes. one of the presenters of the show, mm. had written an article that day mm. about how rude she was and immature, which is what you said. Yeah,
0: it was not immature that made me fucking irate. When women show emotions, they're immature. It was anything but positive. It's you are impolite and you are immature, and you are a little and you are childish. You are acting like you are acting like a, giving a tantrum, giving a tantrum. No, she's standing by her beliefs, and also she has personal beef with Skomo, as we all do. But also,
1: did you know what Skoma reacted, how Skoma reacted after hearing all of that? I did not. Well, he said, you know, Grace has had a really difficult time in her life, like along these lines. I'm paraphrasing. So, you know, like it's pretty traumatic what's happened to her. So because
0: because she said trauma, she, you know, any normal person, anyone without trauma would, um, you just gaslit her. Anyone without trauma would smile at me because I've been an amazing Prime Minister and everyone loves me. Um, and, you know, Jenny Jenny told me that everyone didn't loves me. He did bring Jenny
1: into Je- it, actually. Jenny, Jenny, Jenny.
0: <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't. If any of you vote for him, honestly, unsubscribe. I actually can't. If any of you vote Liberal, unsubscribe. I'm not really even kidding. I'm not kidding. It's actually not normal. It's not normal. He's actually fucked. Oh, my God. So he brought Jenny. Of course he brought fucking Jenny into it. Should get this quote up because I actually... Oh, look, I've seen all that. When everyone comes to our home, when Jenny and I, we invite someone to our home, we greet them with a smile and they're always welcome.
1: I told you who brought Jenny in.
0: <laughs> Fucking Jenny. When Jenny, Jenny and I always smile. So because we're smiling at you, you must smile at us back. And that day was actually about all the finalists that we came to celebrate and the previous Australians of the years were there. Jenny and I were there and that day was all about them. And someone's, this pedestrian, they go, hmm, was it Scott or was it an opportunity for some PR pics? And everyone's saying she made it about herself. No, she didn't. A woman acting with autonomy and just being true to her own emotions and her own experiences is not being a sook, is not having a tantrum, is not being all about herself. It's just her existing in the fucking world. And yes, while it was a political statement, her existence isn't a political statement in itself. Like it was, but only because the media decided to write like 150,000 fucking articles about it. What the fuck? It's absolutely ridiculous. Anyway, Grace is a passionate person who's raised important issues. She's had a terrible life ordeal, you know. Things happen to her. Her ordeals, the abuse, it's just awful. And a lot of Australians, me included, you know, support her efforts to ensure that these issues can be raised and addressed. Our government has done more than any other government on this issue. What? It's like people say, like, babe, Trump created more jobs. It's like, what? Where did you ever come from? <laughs> or it's like, or it's like, also yeah, Let's say that is true. Maybe it's because every all the allegations of rape came out last year because of Brittany Higgins Maybe, and people like Grace Tame. Maybe that's why. Isn't because you're fucking? You, didn't, you weren't proactive. You were reactive. You fuck. Oh my god! It's like people say there be more deaths on the Biden than there have on a Trump, and it's like, yeah, but because none of you are vaccinated, and this and this virus is spreading. You fucking like what? They were like, it's proof, Biden's killing us off, it's because of vaccines. And it's like, babe, you aren't vaccinated and you're all dying. That's the whole thing. All Republicans are dying. Sad. Get vaccinated. Anyway, I mean, I'm sure all of you have heard all these things a million times before. We've all been talking about it with our friends. A million articles, but I just wanted to, because you spoke about it on on the radio show but we only get three minutes to talk about it. So I felt I wanted to like fully elaborate. <laughs> That's
1: what, what it is. Imagine
0: like me for three minutes yeah. about this. I was like fucking, it's like raging. And I have to like, Was it like, obviously we can't like edit when I like misspeak or something. I had to be like, really, like calm and like measured. And like I spoke about like the time that I didn't give Joe Hockey um banana in his smoothie. Like was I supposed to be polite to Joe Hockey? I wasn't. In fact, I ruined his smoothie.
1: But look, I think this is what it, what the difference is. I think people might expect it from you. Like just absolutely Yeah. Absolutely that that's kind of your brand of just like being so raw and honest. But with Grace, she is like that. It's just the media doesn't want her to be like yes, that. You know, exactly. like she's been like that from the get-go. She doesn't strategize. Yeah. She's mm-hmm. not thinking ahead of time, I'm not going to smile. No. She just does what she wants in the moment, which is why she's Australian Over of the year. Yeah,
0: exactly. Because of her determination and her strong will. That is why she's Australian of the fucking year. And she
1: doesn't give a fuck about what anybody thinks.
0: No. Um, also, there was, a lot of people noted this. Let me just get it up. Um, this is from the Nasty Woman Club. Follow them on Instagram. Demi is a legend. She tweeted, This week, the mainstream media published 27 articles about former Channel 7 TV host Andrew O'Keefe assaulting a woman. Yet the same week, 150-plus news articles were written about Grace Tamer refusing to smile for a man. And we wonder why sexism still exists in Australia. So, I mean, Andrew O'Keefe, there's allegations against him, and there have been allegations against him for a long time. He was the male face of White Urban Australia, which was anti-domestic violence charity. And then it came out that he was physically assaulting women and, I mean, you know, Andrew keeps a nice guy and he's polite. He's so polite. He smiles. He's polite. He's right? He smiles all the time. The, I find it really funny when the mainstream or, like, sli- centrist or right-wing media call, like, Gen Z or, like, the left, like, they call them, like, snowflakes. They call them sensitive or, like, childish or immature or emotional. And it's, like... You've written 150 articles about Grace Tame not fucking smiling and there are 27 about Andrew O'Keefe, who's been a TV host for, since I was little, beating women. Like, you're so hurt by a woman not smiling, but you, you don't give a shit about Andrew O'Keefe beating a woman. Don't care. It's disgusting. It's revolting. These allegations are disgusting and I... Wonder what repercussions there will be for him. Probably nothing. Probably nothing, to be honest. We love that. Um, Okay, next topic of anger. Quote-unquote Australia Day, Invasion Day, Survival Day. Obviously, on Invasion Day, I went to the protests, as I have the past three years, went with... um, two of my friends, and then went to Yabin Festival afterwards. I I didn't know that was a thing. That's – it was so good to be able to – there was a welcome to country and there's little stalls where you can, like, buy indigenous – it was great. Um, Also, the protest, it was – I mean, I've only been to the Brisbane ones. My first Sydney one. So I don't know if it, it was bigger than usual, but it was much bigger than the Brisbane one. So I don't know. My friend Rowdy, he was like, yeah, it's it's way bigger this year, but I'm not sure. Anyway, that was nice. That was heartening. But what was disheartening was the amount of people. Here's my thing. I had fucking people online the day before, and Rowdy. Oh, yeah. Raddy said to me, he was like, "There's so much formative activism." And he posted being like, "If you are posting things, I'll see you with the march tomorrow. Like, see you there, babe." And there were so many people who were just posting like, like the same like grid post. They don't, aren't even like writing anything. They're just like posting a grid post their stories, and it's like always was, always will be. And it's like, can you name whose land you're on, or no, like? Which like, you know, do some research. But what's even more blatantly hypocritical and bizarre is posting that and then going to a pool party or going to even just like posting that and the next slide is like you like at the beach with friends. Like you don't even at a party. Like you just like, wow, scorcher or some shit. Like there are so many like things that I want to talk about on this because I feel like everyone who was – Demi, who was like trying to have a go at me, either were purposefully ignorant or have a complete lack of understanding of like basic logic. Like I don't, I don't know what it was. I know for that, that is so delusional. They don't understand. Like, let's go from – There's a few things. Okay, the first thing. So the first thing was people were like, "I bet you've celebrated Australia Day before." Yeah. You haven't caught me. Last time I celebrated, it was on us twenty so two to twenty seventeen, and then I didn't do anything twenty eighteen, and I think I started protesting twenty nineteen no nothing twenty eighteen nothing twenty nineteen then twenty 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 one twenty twenty two being protesting right. So they passed three years. It's quite a decent amount of time considering people' influences are still. Posting things and going to parties. I feel like I've learned so much in that time. And the point is I wasn't posting in 2017. I wasn't posting always was, always will be because I didn't have that knowledge, that understanding. They weren't, you know, they weren't in all the countries when you landed on a jet stuff flight back like then. You know, there's so much progress to be made still, so much. But it's that whole thing and it's so cliche, but it's like when you know better, do better. So that's the first thing. Yeah. And that people sent me like a, there was a photo of me at a pub on uh, Invasion Day in 2017. I was like, yes. And then next year I didn't do it because I was like, this actually feels pretty fucked. And then I found out where the protests were. Then I went to the protests. And then by myself. I feel like if you're going to post it, go to the protests. Because, okay, even if you're just like sitting at home doing nothing, I'm like, why don't you just come? Like, unless like you're sick, obviously there are people with disabilities, people who are unable to come because they have kids or they... Or, or they're isolating, COVID, because of isolating because of COVID. <laughs> obviously, and but also I don't like people dealing with that either, because I'm like, Yeah, obviously. Like obviously, if you're isolating with COVID, don't come to the protests. They're like it's bizarre. It's like people are like, Well well, what if my child broke their arm today? I'm like, obviously, then you can't come. But I'm saying if you're sitting at home doing nothing, just come. Or if you if you're trying to go to the beach, just come. It's you know, it's three hours out of the day usually from when you get there until usually you leave. You can stay for longer. I stayed for a little bit longer. You know, if you care so much to post and post all this information about why Invasion Day shouldn't be celebrated on this date or at all, in my opinion, then if you're so passionate about it and you understand to the degree of posting three or four slides with explanations of the genocide and the fact that a genocide is still occurring and Solent Generations is still occurring and that This isn't 200 years ago. This is still happening today. The discrepancies in the way that First Nations people in this country are treated and even the way that they are treated in comparison to other First Nations people in different countries like in New Zealand, like Mori people in New Zealand, um, that obviously is still not perfect by any means but there is an embracing of culture. In Australia, there is such a deep-rooted racism against our First Nations people that if you're learning about all these things and if you're undoing what you were taught in school about how white settlement was a positive thing, if you're doing all that and you understand you can read all the articles and you can post all the articles, and why the fuck can't you just come to the fucking protests? Like, that's probably, like, maybe it's the easiest thing to do, but once you understand, I think once you've, like, once you've read things, and obviously every day as a white woman in this country... I read things and you have to absorb them and digest them and you have to get past that initial defensiveness. If you're able to do that, and you can post on your stories and be like, this is what is wrong with this country, and this day celebrates everything that's wrong and the amount of deaths in custody that are happening, why are you not coming to the protests? I don't I don't get it. Like I don't get why you can then be like, and here's my cyborg. <laughs> Have you heard about this, uh, this Brisbane school? No, no, no. This school, City Point Christian College in Brisbane, have made parents sign a contract that says that, like, being LGBTQIA+, so being tra- openly trans in particular, but also being gay doesn't align with the morals of God. So um, you wouldn't be eligible to be in the school because you yeah, have to be straight, cisgendered kids in the school. Is this legal? Well, it's a private school. Fuck me, dead. So I think it is. I'm not 100% sure. I'm just going to read I through mean, these this what the I mean, this is
1: what the bill they're going after,
0: the religious bill. This is what one of the things that's. Absolutely. There. It's fucked. I guess I can say, I guess I can, it, it, when they admit kids, I can say that kid does or doesn't align morally with the Christian values. Like, I went to a Catholic school and you have interviews. I mean, this is all just what I think how it would logistically work. You have an interview with the principal of an interview with. I mean, I'm sure they don't have none, we weird nuns, but and they would go, "Yes, you do a line node and a line." And I'm assuming if you are openly gay or openly trans, they would say no because it's a it's a Christian thing. Let me get up the actual quote so we can read it out. That's from the contract. Please halt. Okay, here we go. This is on the contract. While each student is individually valued and equally encouraged to pursue opportunities in both academic and co curricular activities. I/we agree that where distinctions are made between male and female, inclusive of but not limited to, for example, uniforms, presentation, terminology, use of facilities and amenities, participation in sporting events, and accommodations, such distinctions will be applied on the basis of individuals' biological sex. So, if you're trans, you can't use. If you're a trans girl, you can't use the girls' bathrooms, and you have to wear a boy a boy uniform, which is so fucking ridiculous. Just like let. Let them wear a skirt. Like, what about you...
1: intersex people, though? I'm actually, cl- like, very interested to
0: see how far yeah, this goes I'm wondering if they're logically. checking genitals. I'm wondering if that's what they're doing. Like, what, Exactly. Like, well, yeah, how, how, are you, how would you know? How are you finding out, City Point Christian College? Uh, the document also brands homosexuality sinful, offensive, and destructive, while lumping it into the same category as pedophilia. We believe what? that... Hey, we believe that any form of sexual immorality, including but unlimited to adultery, fornication, homosexual acts, lemsia, bisexual acts, maysia, incest, pedophilia, and pornography is sinful and offensive to God and is destructive to human relationships and society. How do you feel about that, Lem? I feel like you'd have quite a light opinion on this.
1: I, well, this is why I moved to Australia, to be honest. Yeah. I came here on a protection visa seeking asylum. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know that about know me. No, well, welcome. Um, I just feel absolutely, like, appalled, to be honest, that such a progressive country would have this type of disgusting discrimination happening. Like, I, we're in 2022. What was your protection visa? Two nine six six, I think. I've changed it to partner.
0: Right. But was it because you were… You because didn't... I was,
1: you know, gay and I couldn't be out in Jordan and I was in yeah. media. And, like, it can be… Quite dangerous. So what I'm trying mm. to say is mm. there. this is… If you go down that line of where they're going, right? Like let's just imagine this world where everybody… All schools are like that. Mm. All Christian schools. All Christian schools Which, are like in that. in Australia,
0: all the private schools are Christian. In in, in Brisbane, But It's not safe. It's not safe no. for people.
1: So I've lived in a place where it's not safe to be gay. And I've experienced having to be absolutely undercover… And I was morally right, you know. Nobody knew that I was gay. I just passed the radar, mm. and it, it was horrible. Mm-hmm. It was absolutely horrible. It had psychological effects that I still face till now. Mm-hmm. So this type of, you know, uh, I don't know, <laughs> abhorrence. I don't know what to mm. call it. No, correct. is is just. I don't know how to say it. I'm shocked.
0: I know it's disgusting. I mean, as well. I think you know. People who are—I mean, it's like in America when there was a big thing about a bakery not serving a gay couple. Yeah, um, a wedding cake, and then everyone's like, "Well, why can't you go to the bakery?" It's like it's a fundamental principle that you are denying someone a service or an education. Imagine if you were—if you were a kid yeah. in high school—is usually when you kind of discover sexuality. Like you—you're not twelve years old. I mean, some some are, but usually, like, what when you're halfway through high school, you kind of start to figure things out. That's a normal ed- So you get kicked out of the school and you lose your education, lose your friendships. And also that school having that environment where the parents are agreeing to this is fostering that toxic heteronormative environment where all those kids educated there are going to perpetuate that In their lives beyond high school. It isn't just like, oh, send your kids somewhere else. Those kids that go there will be indoctrinated and will then inflict pain, whether it's emotional, and I'm not saying it's physical, Could be, could be. They will be discriminating, even if it's subconsciously, against people that are within the LGBTQIA plus community. That is going to happen. It's going to foster that. And that is a fucking issue.
1: And trans people... are like people who have really still... Like, there's a long way to go Mm -hmm. about trans acceptance. Like, Mm -hmm. this is one of the biggest things. I know, you know, being queer, like specifically in a lesbian relationship, yeah, sure, people are slowly accepting that. I'm in a much better place right now, societally Mm -hmm. speaking, than somebody trans. So to Mm -hmm. introduce that Mm -hmm. hatred in the school and the bathroom stuff is horrific Mm -hmm. for anybody who's trans. Like, to be forced to go somewhere where you don't Mm -hmm. want to be for that, you know, private time. And, no. you know, you can get bullied mercilessly. I was imagining
0: people keep dobbing on each other. Can't you imagine yeah. if, it was, if it was a trans girl and she went into the girls' bathrooms, you can imagine if a if a boy wanted to bully her, you could, you know, dob her into the yeah. teacher or some shit. Exactly. It and fosters it.
1: I'm sorry, but like, isn't, I'm gonna go by the Christian line, which is gonna shock you a little bit. my God. But didn't Jesus tell us to like accept each other and have mm-hmm. peace and love each other mm-hmm. and all of that? Where do they throw that shit? Why do they ignore that shit and just like look at one little clause in the Old Testament and just hammer it in like it's everything? And like, saying,
0: saying that's the same as pedophilia and incest. Yeah,
1: why? Yeah, exactly. That's like an age old argument to like, you know, just clump up everything. Sexually not within the lines of the norms Mm -hmm. and put it in one category, including pedophilia, Mm -hmm. incest, homosexuality, trans. Oh my God. I just.
0: Fucking revolting. It
1: is revolting.
0: So I think City Point Church have responded. No, City Point Christian College have responded. Uh, Let me get. We are seeking. This is what the principal pastor, Brian Mulleran, in a statement on Sunday said about this. We are seeking to maintain our Christian ethos and to give parents and students the right to make an informed choice about whether they can support and embrace our, appro- our approach to Christian education. City Point does not judge students on their sexuality or gender identity and we would not make a decision about their involvement on that basis alone. So why was that mentioned? So.
1: It's like, shit, shit, woke people are coming after yeah, me. Let yeah, me just yeah. change. Back all, pedal,
0: back pedal. Literally, it's all fucking ridiculous. And a former student Emilio said, I'm a former student at City Point Christian College. I had planned to wear a dress to the formal. They told me I would be ruining everyone else's night by showing up with a dress. I do do believe that I may have been a catalyst in pushing that forward just because I spoke out against the school. They wanted to prevent anyone like me from doing that again. So, like, also, like, not that it makes sense, but, like, the, the uniform thing, I'm like, it's ridiculous. Why do you care if they're wearing shorts or a skirt? But, like, okay, it's at the formal. Like, you're then extending your hand into their everyday life and shaming them when they want to have, like, this one nice fun night as a teenager. Fucking disgusting. Anyway, revolting, revolting, revolting. Everything today was so revolting. Um, But you know what? Lem's here. Yeah. And that's not revolting.
1: There's so many things that you said that made me angry,
0: but honestly... I'm fired up.
1: (laughs) Should have had a drink. This is all this stuff from your radio show that you've bottled
0: up. <laughs> yeah, because in the radio show, obviously I could talk about it, but it's like a three minute break. Yeah, I yeah, can't yeah. go on like a forty five minute tangent mm. and be like one sec. Let me see what this actually like mm. my brain it, it's so I've had like three points. I'm gonna like, say so these three things, I have to get it out in three three to four minutes. This yes, I'm like, bitch, let's Google this shit. <laughs> what did they say? Oh, that's interesting. You know, listen to the radio show though, guys. Hot night that. being listen to it. <laughs> It's, really it's in good. the show notes, by the way. We love it. Um, but yeah, Lem's back with joyous, and um Woo! we'll see you Friday for a Nightmare Fuel. Email in your nightmare fuels to hello at it's Listener